0: everyone, and welcome to the live episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. Rodney and I would like to thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. Um, Again, thank you for choosing Butterfly Evolution on this lovely Tuesday night. I'm just so excited, you guys. I have my grandbaby. I was telling you, Rodney, just before we came, well, the show went live, that I have my granny in my arms, and she's sitting here looking at me, smacking her lips
1: (laughs) as her parents
0: (laughs) prepared to take her back home. So I have to let all this bundle of joy go. What do you think, oh,
2: Raymond?
0: Oh, wow. He's 31 days old, the daddy says, today. No. And <laughs> how many hours? Oh, wow. <laughs> 31 days yeah I guess he... it Yeah,
2: I, I guess it has been over a month.
0: Yeah, time flies quickly. So she's got to see... uh matter of fact, her non, her, her grandma Erlene came over and saw her. Oh, right? Mm-hmm. And held her for a long time, and she was quiet. She, I don't think she – she maybe just peeked a little bit, but slept the whole time in her arms. So she saw both great grannies today and granny in one day. So it's been a joy keeping her, you guys. I've had her practically all day. If the parents had to run errands and take care of business, I've had her practically all day. So
2: <laughs> That's cool, Jamie.
0: How are you guys doing?
2: Uh, everything is good. We are doing well. Um, Nadia is actually eating as we speak. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Mary is doing fine. Everything is good in Virginia, other than, you know, the people at the top, <laughs> the politicians. Everything and everybody else are doing, uh, good. <laughs> people at the top,
0: huh? How's your weather?
2: Uh the weather is, is it has been ugly. Um I I heard on the radio that we've got that this is the most rain we've ever had um and I will say that you know I would say the last 6 months it's been it's been uh raining a lot. Um in the last couple of weeks we've had a little bit of snow in there too but I think the whole month of February, or at least I would say about 90% of the month of February, we're supposed to get rain. <laughs> oh,
0: my goodness. So. Yeah, we um, actually I thought it was going to rain today as well, but it, it, it rained the last few days here pretty good. So it's been kind of, maybe you guys are going to get what we were getting or we got what you were getting or something, but it's been kind of crazy here as well. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so. good.
2: It's raining
0: out there. Yeah. Well, you guys, we'll move right along. Um, we are, thank you guys again for those who are tuning in with us. I do need to turn to, well, right now, are you in the chat room? I'm going to get in there no, now. No, for some
2: reason, it won't, let me, it won't let me open it on this computer.
0: Okay. okay. I don't know why. Um, I know that I have to. Uh, well, I had to install the flash drive because I have a a different computer now as well, and it used to not let me in. But once I installed the flash drive, it still ask me that every time, and I just say allow whatever that means, and I'm able to get get <laughs> in there. Um, but I'm in there, so we're good. Um, so for those of you who are listening, please, please, please be prepared to provide us with your comments or share your comments. Any questions? I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed uh, Romans 5 and 6. I have gotten to the point. Last night I, I listened. I've read it a couple of times through since last week. And then last night I decided I'm going to go back to doing something a little bit different. I listened to it as I slept um, through YouTube. I was able to find a couple of studies on chapters 5 and 6. And you can just hear mm-hmm. the, the know, the Bible verses, the Bible read as well, so um, just another avenue for for those of you who are diving into this or any chapter, you can find or listen to any chapter, I'm sure our listeners know that, but um, just in case someone does not or if you find yourself in a car driving to work, you can listen, you know, turn the radio off and, and just listen to um, have your own Bible study, your own personal Bible study. So I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, wanna remind you of the trash can concept, the trash our trash can baby. Just continue to or if you if you have not, please do so. Move a trash can and we say this or we do this in order to promote um, awareness of change, the need for change. And more so how easy it is to kind of get caught up in what you know. Um, So it's not about the trash can itself, uh, but it's about your realization or awareness of that you, you, if you're like us, you will go back to its old location. You go back, you find yourself going back to where you moved the trash can from. And if you will allow that to just reflect on that for a while, Asking yourself What about life Where do I stay What do I continue to do Because it's, it's what I'm used to it's, I go right back there subconsciously. I stay there subconsciously, consciously um, and, and allow yourself room To recognize that change is needed That the world is forever changing People are changing as well uh, But as we study the word God's word does not change i I do feel it meets you it meets you where you are at the time you are in need of it, and I think that's where so often we will hear people say or think that this means this for them or this this verse means this, and sometimes people won't um it won't be in agreement of what you get from it and and that's why we we've, we've said many times during this study to let this be a personal thing for you, let it be very personal. Mm. Um and allow God to minister to you. Allow, allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. I was talking to a young lady at work who asked me a question, um and it kinda of threw me but I but but uh she asked me a question that struck up a, a very um deep conversation and, and a young girl and again I just thought for such a time as this because I'm able to speak to this this young lady and um encourage her in a way and and share some things with her as well, but I share with her you know i can't i can't i could tell you what the word says I can't tell you um, what you should do in this well I won't tell you what you should do in this situation, but I went back to my grandmother's words when it's wrong for you. And if you, and you're seeking God, he will tell you. You you will know because she said, I, I used what my grandmother told me, if it convicts you, it's wrong for you. She said, well, it's not convicting me. I said, but there may come a time that it will. And I, I shared <laughs> with her about the shirt that I had on one day and, and how, you know, I had worn that shirt many times and have worn it since then. But there was such a day that I could not wear it just because yeah. I couldn't. And so I was just sharing with her that allow allow herself to continue to grow and that when God is ready to move her beyond that and have her grow beyond that, she will hear his voice. She will hear it. So, uh, make this a personal thing. So Rodney, how has it been for you this week in in the study?
2: Um, it has been good and and, and I um it was funny, uh When I read Romans 5, like like as soon as I started reading it, um, I came across some some familiar uh, scriptures, uh, you know, that I know we'll get into tonight. But it was just interesting to me that, uh, you know, what was in Romans 5, um, and then, too, just the thoughts that I guess came back to mind from when I had read it before. Um, and then, two, um I think sometimes we get, I don't know, a different perspective or a different point of view, depending on who we talk to. Um, and whether it's, you know, right or wrong or, you know, good or bad, you know, I think it's important to uh, read the scriptures, and sometimes you may have to read it more than once, you may have to read it more than twice, but I think it's important to read it and try to get and understand it and not try to make, uh, you know, make the scriptures say what you want them to say or right. uh, make it, or, or you know, it's not good to try to make it fit your program. Right. Wow. But just take it at face value and you know just just go with it because I think, you know, like like I've said before, even if you know you just you know read it and you try to do the things that that it says, I think you'll find that your life will be better than it was before you started following it. Um, I know there's, you know, debates, you know, when it comes to religion, when it comes to uh, Christianity, you know, but I think that there's so much in the Bible um, that even if you don't go to church every Sunday or even if, you know, you're not trying to start a church or, you know, you're not trying to, you know, walk around quoting scriptures. If you just read it and follow it, um, I think that you can have a healthy and uh, productive life.
0: I agree. I agree, Rodney. And it's, and it's, I can, like, I I think I've said this before as well. I can tell when I'm out of the word. I can tell. It it, it just is something about it that just calms the day, the storm, whatever it is, it doesn't doesn't mean that everything's gonna go perfectly every day, but it's something about the way that you go through it. Not that mm-hmm. not that you are going through it. It's something it's something different mm-hmm. about the way that you go through it. So mm-hmm. I, I hope this continues to be a blessing and I'm looking forward to the next study. So um, I guess we'll start right with um, five, with chapter five, and Rodney, I was intending to get the Bible out that you had, t- the one that you used, because you'd recommended it, and I purchased it. Um, but for some reason, I just totally forget, and I always stick with this spiritual warfare Bible. But in here, chapter five starts out with faith triumphs in trouble. And I guess I'll go right back to what I said. There's something about the word that just um, it controls the way you go through something, um, and does not mean that you will not go through it. And I think that the more we're in our word. and we are in need of that growth that growth because mm-hmm. some of us are farther along. I think that those trials and those tribulations or whatever we want to call them are necessary so that we will grow in that faith. And Rodney, you and I talked after the show last week and we were both um in agreement. You I think you mentioned it about you never really read Romans and thought about faith as much. Mm-hmm. And it, wasn't the the eye it wasn't the eye catcher it wasn't the ear catcher so this, the same here and and this title this chapter five starts out with faith triumphs and trouble well that's the title of it bye bye Brandon my baby's gone y'all my two ba- my three babies I guess now huh um,
1: <laughs>
0: but that just to me again talks about the things that we go through so. A couple of things stood out, and I have um, highlighted in five where it just starts, rejoice in hope of the glory of God, and not only that, but we also glory, let's see, um, in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to okay. us. And I and I take that as uh, this particular part. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts. And I it starts out knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character. And to me, my take on this when I read it, is that it allows you to see God that talks again going back to that faith If tri- if you endu- if you're able to endure tribulation um it will produce that perseverance and perseverance character and uh, we don't hear much about character anymore we don't I don't know if we really encounter people that think about character. You know who am i who who am I at the depth of depth of depth of my soul, my spirit, is their character, and that tribulation, that perseverance going to that character, and then it speaks about from character hope it talks about now hope does not the hope that does not disappoint because so often we put our hope in the world, the people of the world, the things of the world. And those are the things that disappoint us. People will disappoint us. But this says now hope Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So, I mean, immediately starting, starting into Chapter 5, I was just blessed by that, that part there. So, Rodney, back over to you. And maybe what does yours say? Does yeah. yours say something different?
2: Uh, it reads a little bit differently, but I, I I think the message is is still the same. Um, and 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 it's funny because I remember growing up, um, especially when I was in high school, and 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 um, people in the church used to say, you know, don't ever pray for patience, because you know when you pray for when you pray and ask God for patience, then you know, trouble is coming because it says tribulation worketh patience. So if you pray for patience, you get patience through tribulations. Um <laughs> so it made uh when I read this it made me think back to that, but um it says being justified by faith, which which we talked about that before, um uh in the uh last week's uh during last week's show Um, How we are now justified by faith because Jesus uh, died on the cross for our sins. Um, It says, By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So now that, so after Jesus died, we have access by faith into so now we have access to god's grace because jesus um because jesus came and died um for our sins so um and there's also a scripture somewhere that says his grace is sufficient um and it says not only so but we glory in tribulations now tribulations we know uh you know we we often hear trials and tribulations or uh, it is referred to when we are going through something that uh, we may not want to go through um, It may not be something that you know feels good at the time um you know you can use the word trouble um, you can use the word trying times, you can use the word test or testing times um but it says that we glory in tribulations also um. And so anyone who can be happy, when you see people going through something um, and yet there's a smile on their face, this is why. when you see when you know that people are struggling, whether it be physically, whether it be financially, um, it could be mentally, it doesn't matter, but when people are struggling, but yet they maintain a positive attitude. This is why it says, but we glory in tribulations. So even when people are not having um, what is considered to be an ideal time, it says, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. um, And I think mine reads a little bit different because then it says, and patience, experience, and experience, hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So when you when you are going through something, in chapter five, it says that we glory in tribulations. And then it talks about what it what are essentially benefits. Because how can you be patient if you don't go through anything? And if you don't go through anything and and learn how to be patient, then how are you going to have any experience? And without the experience, where is the hope coming from? Give you give you an example. Um, You look at sports teams, right? And the team might, you know, Lose for years, or they might they might have a couple of bad years now, a few or some bad games in there, right? Nobody wants to go through that. However, while those teams or while that team is going through those games and they, you know, they're constantly losing, you know, they know that they're preparing, they know that they're you know practicing and. You know, they're working out and and, and going over the plays, watching film, whatever they need to do, right, but they're coming up short. That's not a good feeling, right? However, that is building patience within them, right? They're gaining, they're benefiting from that. And then they are eventually gaining experience while they're going through this rough patch. And so when they finally when things finally turn around for them, if they have a moment where they they're having a rough game, there's hope because hey, we've been here before. Hey, we might be might be might not be doing well right now, but we came out of this before. So if we came out of this out of this slump before, guess what? We'll come out of this slump again. And so while you know trials and tribulations may not be ideal, there's a benefit in going through things. There there are benefits in losing loved ones. There are benefits in losing jobs. There are benefits in being looked over for promotions. There are benefits in being poor. There are benefits um to, to, to having to go without so the key is to do exactly what it says here, to so glory in tribulation, because there's nothing but good that will come out of it. And eventually, you know, you're going to have that patience. And we, we need patience because we're going to have to deal with other people. We, we're going to have to learn to be patient with other people things may not be going right on the job. We're going to have to learn to be patient. We're going to have to learn to be patient because it's not our world and everybody else is just living in it. So things aren't going to happen when we want them to happen. But that's the whole point of God taking us through things, to build that patience. And then as, you're, you're, as you become more patient, right, now you have experience because patience means what? You have to wait. So in your waiting, you gain experience. Why? Because you should be learning while you're waiting. You should be observing. You should be seeing things. You should be noticing things so that when you move forward or when you move upward, now... You have this experience to take with you, and then you know that there is hope. You know that regardless of where you find yourself, you know that better days are coming. Tammy, back over to you.
0: Um, Ronnie, I, I think you read this um, chapter 5, the very first verse, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace mm-hmm. with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then verse two says, "Through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God." And not only that, but we have, but we also glory in tribulations, and that's where, um, mine, where I started knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and so on. And it makes me think even. Sometimes I, I really do think that we continue to go through what seems like the same thing. I've, I, even me, I, I'm like, you just, I'm so sick and tired of going through things like this or um, having these types of experiences, um, connecting with the same kind of people. And I believe it's because we don't allow that... Um, we don't allow we don't embrace the tribulation like we don't look for ways that we we look at it as tribulation that we don't want to have Rather than looking at it in a sense that I'm here there's a purpose for my being here um, I have no doubt in my mind that if I had not decided I'm going to look at this um, job this new this new job as as God, why I'm going to look for you here. And so often, me included, I can remember, and the reason I decided to do this, because not I don't recognize this just in others, but I recognize it in myself as well. It's kind of like the hamburger thing that I think I said on the show one time or so. You know, we might pray for a hamburger, and somebody drops thought hey, I was at Burger King, and I, they had two for one, and I got you one, and just decided I'd drop by and give it to you. But because it doesn't have cheese on it You might not want it But mm-hmm. it's a hamburger And so, so often I think we pray for things And, and we get we get them But we don't want to go through That tribulation to get to the end of it Where it is We want it now We want to push the hardship We want to push the exit button on things Like you said with patience If we want to learn how to be patient we gotta be taught that if we want to grow, we gotta be, we gotta be, we gotta allow ourselves to be in situations that we can grow through it. It's the same way with with Brandon when he was little. I and I've shared this when he was he complained, complained, complained until he found out he was having knee pain and leg pains because he was growing. And because he wanted to be tall, he was willing to take that pain now. He was he was he wanted it to come because to him, I'm growing, I'm gonna be tall. So I will endure this. If we want to grow spiritually, we're gonna to have to go through some things. How big, how how small, we don't we don't get to choose. Same with a hamburger, if I pray for a hamburger, yeah, I could say cheese. But what if cheese is not good for me? And that's God's way of saying no cheese, just a hamburger. So we don't, we don't, we don't allow ourselves to have that hope that does not disappoint. We want the cheese and have the gas later, and then we'll complain about the gas because we ate the cheese and all of that, right? <laughs> so that's kind of where we live. And unfortunately. <laughs> I mean really that's what we'll do. We'll do what's bad for us or we'll eat what's bad for us and then we'll we'll complain or we'll gripe about what it did to us that's what it was going to do. So
2: I think Nadia is trying to tell you that she agrees, Sammy.
0: Hey, tell Nadia she should have told me she was gonna talk, I would have kept grandbaby here. They could have spoke. She, they could have gave us her. their first Romans.
2: <laughs> it's uh, is is Ali talking?
0: Oh, she's gone. Don't They're try. gone. Oh no, she no, just actually, Is that. she
2: talking or trying to?
0: She's, she, when you talk, when someone's talking to her, her lips will start to like, you know, she's trying to move them. Um, but of course, no, no, no real sounds are coming out as of yet.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, not not yet So yeah, um, I have a
2: question for you
0: Okay, okay.
2: It, Let's say Someone is not at that point yet How How do they get to that point Or what would you suggest they do In order, you know, to get to that point Where You know, if they If they asking for something if they're asking for the hamburger and you know one comes but then they have a then they have something else you know the hamburger didn't come the way they wanted instead of just being thankful for the hamburger um, if somebody does not have that mindset how how can they get there
0: I think by what we're doing, saying in the word, because I think the word will help you worship the 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 Creator rather than yourself. If you say, if I I really believe that, if you like the word says, if you seek God, if you seek the kingdom, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you seek, or if you have a desire to glorify God's kingdom. I will put you in a place to do that if that's truly your heart's desire, and I think it's just a matter of being thankful, um, having an attitude, attitude consistently, and and to not be so selfish and not and think and and think that the world rises and sets rises and sets around your wants, your needs, and it's like Tamaria said. And somehow I always, um, I don't think if a day goes goes by without me thinking about the pedestrian, you know, if I'm walking across the street, I want those cars to be mindful and respect. And if I'm driving, I want to be the one that is mindful of that pedestrian and respect them. Mm -hmm. I think it also comes back to... uh, and what would Jesus do Sometimes Jesus What would you want What would you want In this situation How would you want people to Respond to you To treat you And try to do that And If you want it's Like I told the young girl Who asked me a question at work Said if you want to grow Roses You plant seeds That will produce roses You don't You don't you know, plant an orange seed or a lemon Plant what you want So often we want things Without planting them And mm-hmm. The one thing I would say Stay in the word, seek seek God seek, seek the kingdom And then Try as best as you can To say For such a time as this Why am I here? Why am I going through this? How can I bless this person? How can I bless this atmosphere with, with, with um, the help of God? You know, God, allow me to be a blessing wherever I go and then accept that. And I think a lot of times we don't, we don't accept the calling, um, the purpose for our life. We want to do something else other than follow our purpose or we think it's so far fetched. So, um, we just gotta worship the Creator and not ourselves. So and read that word. And I was gonna ask you a question Rodney about um the peace. It talked about the peace of God, uh I believe in verse one. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. What, do you, what, how, what does that mean to you? We have peace with God.
2: So, having having peace with God to me simply means that you know you that there are no worries um, when it when it comes to God that you know. Peace represents stillness. It represents calmness to me. Um, so having peace with God means that, you know, everything is well or right with you and God. Um, and the second part of it is through our Lord Jesus Christ. So it is because of Jesus that we can have this, uh, this peace with God. Or we, we are right or we are okay with God because of jesus um and i think that you know having peace with god you should have peace within because that's where it comes from meaning that when 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 you wake up in the morning when you go about your day uh regardless of what goes on that should be something that is gratifying that is satisfying to you, knowing that everything with you and God is okay, and you don't have anything or did not have anything to do with that. It is because Jesus died on on the cross for for our sins that we have that relationship or that we have. That, that that peace with God. Um, and so that alone um, should allow us to be free. That alone should allow us um, to go about our day, to go through our day. And no matter what happens, if God is the ultimate being in your life, being okay with him, should be good enough for you. It should be, you know, it, it should be something that, you know, even if there's uh, a coworker who you aren't quite seeing eye to eye with, knowing that you're in God, okay, should trump that. That's that's the way I I, I look at um, that scripture, Tammy.
0: <laughs> okay um same same here and justified therefore being justified by faith we have peace with god through our lord jesus christ and justified means just as if i had never sinned so like you were saying i look at it as that as well meaning that um i have god and i are, or is we would say in the world we're cool we 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 have an understanding and we um I have peace with where I am and who I am through Christ and why and, mm-hmm. and all of And so I think a lot a lot of us struggle with that as well that we we stay in that maybe that the worst sin the worst thing that we think we've ever did in life I think a lot of us get stuck there when it comes to our spiritual relationship um and we don't we don't forgive and move on forgive for, forgive ourselves and move on in that justification and knowing that and and again it doesn't mean that we stay there or that we um we intentionally um
1: mm-hmm.
0: get up and, and and want to do wrong because as you as you stay in this word, as you grow you will hear hear the voice you will the the holy spirit will prompt you um now what we do with that is 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 on us but
1: mhm
0: you know knowing that we've been justified by faith and think about how much we've talked about faith and what faith means or is as it relates to Romans and throughout the bible think about Abraham mhm we talked about Abraham as well. So anything um, else stood out in chapter 5 to you, Rodney?
2: Uh, yeah, it's funny that I was just getting ready to say um the next few scriptures I think are very important. Um, verse 6, it says, For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commanded his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life, and not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. So, I think it's in, I think it's interesting to point out that um, it talks about how we will. Um, uh, it said a righteous man will, will will one die. Um and then it says some would even, you know, dare to die for a good man. It is so easy to love people who are nice, who are kind, um, who are loving, who are easy to get along with, who are down to earth, who are humorous. Um it's so easy to love those people. It's easy to do things for those people. Um, However, we don't usually want to do things for people who are, who don't fit our description of good. That annoying person or, um, you know, that Woman who sleeps around, or that man who sleeps around, or um the person who is rude um, people who are controlling it it it's it's so difficult for us to do things for people who don't fit the description of you know what we consider to be good, however, luckily for us. Christ was different in that he didn't just like he, when he died and rose, he did that for everyone. It didn't matter if you were a Jew or a Gentile. Didn't matter if you were a man or a woman. Didn't matter what your, what your sins were. Didn't matter what you had done. Didn't matter you know, that, that, uh, we hadn't even born yet, that, uh, many of us hadn't even been born yet. It didn't matter. When he died on the cross, he did it for everyone. And I think it's important to remember that example because it's easy for us to do things for certain people, even in our own lives. Um, for those of you listening, think about the times that, you know, you have avoided certain people. And I'm not saying that you should not avoid, though. I'm not saying that saying with, with anything going on in your life, I'm going to say use the wisdom that God gave you and or pray about it. I'm not going to say change what you're doing, but just think about, um, think about the people that we avoid. The text messages that we get that we don't reply right away, or that we don't reply at all. Think about the phone calls that we get that we ignore. Think about the person who needed a ride. Think about think about the times that we reject people because of, of whatever reason. Sometimes people are looked over um or rejected because they're handicapped or because they're disabled. It it you know there there are a number of reasons that this happens. However, Christ did not any of that. When he came he had a purpose to fulfill and he did it, regardless of anything. And think about the grace and mercy I think that we can all attest to how if God really wanted to we wouldn't be here today. If he really wanted to, we wouldn't have the things that we have. It may not be everything that we want, but we wouldn't have the things that we have. We wouldn't have the lives that that we have. We wouldn't, you know, if if, if we were really um judged and treated Based on the on the things that we've said and done and thought over our lifetimes, think about where we would be. That was the way that God treated us, or if Jesus had not died on our sins and been the ultimate atonement for our sins, or been the the, the ultimate sacrifice. Think about where we would be, me.
0: I think um, basically, and, and I'm, I'm in agreement. I think a one one liner for that is Jesus died for for all of all of us, and we were sinners at that time. And it talks about um, who. Let's see. For when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly, um, for the Scarcely for a righteous man will one die, as you read, yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. So think about that justification. Um, think about what you're holding on to that makes you think that you are not uh, worthy of that justification, that you're not worthy of God's love, that you're not worthy For the purpose that he created you for Think about that Because when we When we think like that What we're really saying is The death of God's son The death of Jesus Christ And the resurrection of 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 that same son Doesn't matter Or it was really for nothing If we don't accept If we're not in acceptance of What it did for us. Why and what? And I know it's easy sometimes to, to remain in that space, to remain, um, to have your thoughts take you there. But the word does tell us that we have to renew our mind. And I think that that means renew our way of thinking, the way that we see things, or the way that we see people first with ourselves. Because There's that saying We see the world Not as it is But as we are And what's in us And Rodney you spoke about The people And the things That we avoid And, and That could go back to Trials and tribulations as well But sometimes And again We're not telling you Because we should have Discernment about um, The company that we keep And And so you have to allow God to to minister to your heart with that. But sometimes there is a lesson there. Sometimes there's growing, there's purging, um, and and there's a, that that there is a season for that. For such a time as this, I'll say there's a season for for where you are. And I think the best way to know that again is to stay connected, to stay in. In God's word, and allow the word to minister to you, to your heart, uh, to your life. Because we all come from different worlds, different people, um, different generational curses. Different. We have different things that we need to unlearn. And I, I, I personally feel like right now there's, there's a lot of unlearning to do in life. And the, the longer you wait. Uh, the older you are, the more there is to um, unlearn, to unveil, to just to just purge. There's so much more because you're older, and then so much has um, so much has has struck your heart. The word talks about guarding our heart. We've allowed so much to scar it, and there's so much on it. And that uh, it takes a it takes sometimes more more time and more stuff to go through so that we can grow. Um, let's see. I think we stopped. So Rodney, what about? Let's see. And I'm still on five. Uh, death and Adam like in Christ. Let's see. Was a part in here. Okay, I have underlined, and I'm I'm on. Verse twelve and I'll just it's it's actually thirteen, but I'll start at twelve. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. And thirteen reads, For until the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. What is your what is your take on that?
2: And that was verse 13. So it's, it, it's it's funny. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you went there, though. And I'll go ahead and add verse 14 in here, because it says, Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the multitude, after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. So when it talks about, Uh, By one man Sin entered into the world It's talking about Adam And how um, Because of him um, Disobeying God Sin came into the world But interestingly It was Because of one man Jesus That there was an atonement For all sins And just Just to Drive home the point here About How things used to be um, Especially under the law When it's uh, It says nevertheless death reigned From Adam to Moses Even over them that had not Sinned after the similitude Of Adam's transgression Who was the figure of him that was to come If you If you were to go back to Um you know, the, the the beginning of the Bible. If you go back to the beginning of time, it was like people were always dying. And I don't think we understand um, the severity of sin or how it was a long time ago. I want to read something, Tim, and I may have shared this with you before, but I want to read something um just to show people how things used to be um and it's all the way back in Genesis the 38th chapter and i'll just start with the uh I'll start with the first verse it says and it came to pass at that time that Judah went down from his brethren and turned into a certain Adamite whose name was Hirah And Judah saw there a daughter of a certain Canaanite whose name was Shia, and he took her and went in unto her. In other words, they had sex. And she conceived and bare a son, and he called his name Ur. And she conceived again and bare a son, and she called his name Onan. And she yet again conceived and bare a son and called his name Shelah, and he was at Chezb when she bare him. And Judah took a wife for Ur, his firstborn, whose name was Tamar. And Er, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord slew him. The Lord killed him. It didn't, it didn't give much more details other than it says, uh, And Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord slew him. And Judah said unto Onan, go in unto thy brother's wife, and again, have sex with her, and marry her, and raise up seed to thy brother. And Onan knew that the seed should not be his, and it came to pass when he went in unto his brother's wife that he spilled it on the ground, lest that he should give seed to his brother and the thing which he did displeased the Lord, wherefore he slew him also, so you mean to tell me and spill it on the ground in 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 simple terms means he he pulled out you mean to tell me that god that that because of this act, the Lord killed him now, if that were still the case today. How many people would have fallen off the face of this earth for doing the very same thing? And that's what people have to understand about grace and mercy and what Christ did for us. Because so many things were happening. Um, and it said death reigned from Adam to Moses. And it's and and, and even over them that had not sinned after. The same thing as Adam's transgression. So it didn't matter. But that's why it is is—it is so gratifying to know that God's grace is sufficient and that his mercy endures forever because there are things that we still do today in 2019 that a long time ago people did not survive from doing those same things because they're wicked in the, in in the eyes of the Lord. And so I think, you know, we, we, we have to, um, tie it all together in that, yes, there are some consequences that, you know, we are still dealing with today as a result of sin entering into the world with Adam's disobedience. Um, however, because of Jesus, um, we, we we also know that, you know, everything is right with us and God because of what he did. Now, what we've also, for those of you who um, may not have been with us the last couple of weeks, what we also know is you can't just do what you want to do um, because the Jews had to learn that lesson. You can't just do what you want to do because you think that, hey, everything is good, so I can just do what I want to do. It doesn't necessarily work that way.
0: Jamie. Hmm. All right. Um, let's see. <laughs> Anything else in in chapter five? I remember that. I remember the first time I read that. You sent me to that that. Um, oh boy, that 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 whole that verse, that chapter, and I was. I don't know. It took me a place. Took me to a a place I don't don't remember (laughs) you explaining it The way where you came back to And talking about like if we did those things Today and that just kind of Puts more emphasis on the Justification and Jesus Dying on the cross and and for Our sins and Where that And and the resurrection You know because I think Somewhere maybe in chapter 5 I don't know if we Covered that part Um Let's see. For for as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners; so also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. Um, mm-hmm. I don't a part, but I think I thought there was a part by that talks about the resi- just as we were. I think with with the resurrection, we we became new as well. That we came, we we rose from the dead, basically as well. But maybe that's in another chapter. Um, through him, and we were reconciled through God to death. Maybe it's this part, um, verse nine, much more than having now been justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him for if when we were enemies we were uh reconciled to God through the death of his son much more having been reconciled we shall be we shall be saved by his life and not only that but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have now received reconciliation that's another word too i do have the reconciliation um underlined but just think of it this way. Jesus died just as- Jesus died for our sins um and I thought there was a part in here what I was looking for saying that basically that's that's what we do that we need to die to ourselves and and in, in that mm-hmm. death we we die as well, or we died as well, but the resurrection allows us to to live again. As new people, as new um, believers in faith, and we have that peace. Um, we're accepting accepting of the tribulation, understanding that it brings. I think you all said a different word, but perseverance and character, and that hope that does not disappoint. Rather than having, we have that hope in God and 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 Jesus, rather than in the people of this world and the things of this world, and we look at life differently. Chapter five the title was Faith Triumph and Trouble. So there's that mm. word faith again. Um mm. and, Go ahead, Rodney, you had something?
2: Oh um, no, I was agreeing with you, Tammy.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So all right, well we could if you have nothing else in five, um, my six starts out or is titled dead in sin, alive to God. Maybe it's in chapter 6 that I'm talking about because that sounds more like it, but it says dead in sin, alive to God. And I have the very first verse uh, underlined, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may be abound? And I remember looking that up, um, grace may be abound, trying to figure out what that meant. Any take on that, Rodney?
2: So, um, in my Bible, Timmy, um, one of the notes, it says, having proved the sinfulness of both – and this isn't the scripture. This is just a little side note. It says, having proved the sinfulness of both Jews and Gentiles and that both must be redeemed alike by Christ through faith and, and grace, Paul now takes up the argument of the divine method of dealing with sin and the secret of a victorious, holy life. The questions come up that if salvation is free and apart from works, if the more heinous the sins, the more abundant the grace to pardon, then may we not go on in sin so that the grace of God may become magnified. And then it says, God forbid. Um, but the answer to shall we continue in sin? that grace may abound? The answer is no, and that's why it says, God forbid. And it says, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Um, And it says, know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead, by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. So in other words, when you have been forgiven, then you need to let it go. And just like Jesus told the woman, go and sin no more, um, you know, it's the same thing. I think sometimes, Tammy, we are, and I'm guilty of this, um, we are harder on ourselves than anyone else is. And we don't know how to bury the things that we've done or that we've that that we've been forgiven for. God may have forgiven us, people may have forgiven us. However, instead of walking in that newness of life, instead of instead of starting over, or instead of moving forward, or moving up, we would rather hold on to those things that were not pleasing to God in the first place. But it says, um, "Shall we continue to sin?" No. No. That plain and simple And the same Way um, We are a part of Christ's death is the same way We are part of his resurrection So learn how To let Things go learn how To accept A second chance learn How to accept a new life Learn how to accept new Ways learn how to accept the fact That God does not view you the same way that the world views you. Learn how to accept the fact that God does not hold you um, the same way that you hold yourself. In terms of conviction and condemnation, that's not who God is. And sometimes um, we like to think of or paint this picture of God that he's this big bad wolf. Um but God wants to forgive, God wants to love, and God wants to move on. And so we need to learn how to do that. Tammy.
0: Um, Rodney, well, I mean, why do you think kinda of like the question you asked me a little bit earlier, why do you feel that it's easier, much easier for most of us don't want to um those things that we've been freed from, that justification has has bound. And and, and you know, there's a song that I remember hearing it's called it's titled What Sin and it talks about uh the way God looks at us is he's saying what sin like that we remember things that that are gone. Um when it comes to us and, and, and God's grace and mercy towards us and his love for us. But why do you think it's it's difficult or it's easy, It's more easy. It's easier to hold on to those things that um, that are not good for us to hold on to.
2: I think many of us are um, guilty of allowing low self esteem um, to to take over our lives or the thirst for attention. I think that we're guilty of allowing those, those two things to overtake us or overwhelm us. Um, And so we find ourselves always, um, you know, looking for people to say you're not that bad or it's okay or let it go. Like if, if we, if we, if we go about our everyday lives um, you know in the peace of God or you know in the freedom that God has given us, or you know in the forgiveness if if we if if we would live our lives like that, then you know i feel like I feel like a lot of us are worried that we're not going to get as much attention we're not going to we're, we're not going to always have people trying to encourage us and instead of encouraging ourselves instead of saying you know what you know i don't need um i don't need anyone to validate me and so we look for this validation, even though God has given it to us or is trying to give it to us. We want it to come from the world because we want to be a part of the world so bad. And so when God has already given us something, it's not enough probably because, you know, we can't physically see him or physically touch him. And so we, we, we don't treat his grace and his mercy is loved in the same way, but you know the people who we are around. Maybe they live in our households. Maybe we work with them. Uh, maybe maybe we see them. You know, at the gym. But the people who we are constantly around, who we can physically see and physically hear, um, physically touch, we want our validation to come from those people, and. And some of us are just so caught up in worldly things that we cannot appreciate godly things. And Mm. so in, in order to, in order to, you know, accept what God has given you, you have to separate from the world. Some of us, you know, drama it's like energy to us. Drama, drama is like fuel. Like it keeps us going. Like I listen to people sometimes, and everything that comes out of their mouth is either gossip or uh, it's attention seeking. Like they, like, like there's never anything positive as if their life is just all bad. And even if things are good, they will twist it just so you can say, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's going to be okay. Oh, it's not that bad. Like some people like are in constant need of that. And I'm not saying that we all don't need encouragement sometimes, because we do. We're all human. And, you know, from time to time, yes, you, you you might need it. But if all day, every day, you need help, then what are you doing to build your personal relationship with God? Even Jesus said, greater works will you do. So at some point, you are supposed to elevate. At some point, you are supposed to flourish. You're not supposed to be in this, in this state of sin, in this state of, um, you know, bondage. That's not supposed to be your life. And so if that is constantly your life, then you need to reevaluate some things because God is about freedom. God is about peace. God is about love. And I'll find the scripture, but it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and of a sound mind so if if you if if you're fearful you're worried about something then you probably don't have the other three because when you ha- when you have power when you have love when you have a sound mind you're not afraid you're confident you're ready To take on the world Tammy
0: I mean I've always wondered um, This And more so here lately Um, it, It It feels And it appears as though People Do more At trying to please Those who Either treat them badly Or have um, have a bad attitude, and and it you made me think about this when you were talking about people wanting to be accepted, and and you'll see um, these same people. There are people in their lives who respect them, who try to treat them with respect, um, who tries to nurture them, and so forth. And those people will get the worst of them. And I remember reading an article, and a, this 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 guy who wrote it said that. He didn't treat people generally well, and everyone had a lot of respect for him and wanted to do everything for him. While he would witness nice people, um, people trying to be nice to them, they would kind of push them to the side or they're looked over. And that, to me, happens a lot today. Like, we allow people, for the most part, those who are rude, obnoxious, loud, Forward speaking, but in a in, not in the right way. Because I do believe in speaking up for yourself, but we allow those people who make the most noise and say the wrong things at the wrong time and treat us um, worse than somebody else. A lot worse sometimes. They get they get most of the respect, and I think that's something that 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 people should really think about or monitor in their in their own lives. You know, we are so quick to let those people get away with stuff. And, steadily trying to gain their likeness like I want them to approve of me and so even when we think about God Jesus the word you know could it be that Jesus the, that, that that kingdom gets the worst of us because, because we know that God loves people. like we can say we have faith we can say we love God um, but when we really sit down and, and reflect, we really – do we really? Or, or is it just like we do in the world, those who do the most for us, those who have the most respect for us? Um, I remember uh, we did a show, Good Guys finished Last or something like that. I can't remember the title, but it was um, mm-hmm. about how gir- how some women will – you know, pass over these good guys, the ones who try to respect them, not perfect guys, but good guys and if they're not um and then the ones who don't have respect for them or treat them badly they 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 continually try to gain their likeness or their love or or whatever it may be and i I just can't help but wonder um do we also treat God like that do we also you know mm. The last of us, whether it's reading word, faith, whatever, praying, uh, he gets the last of us. He gets what we have left, if if that. It's a good question,
2: Tammy. Yeah, yeah. Tim, Tim, you made me think of a, 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 another scripture, and it's Matthew five forty four. I had to look it up real quick, and it says, "But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you." Do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. The last part it says, "Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you." It does not say let them use you and per. It, it doesn't say let them use you and persecute you. It says pray for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Doesn't say you right. gotta let people use you. Just pray for them. So when you realize that you're being used, pray for them. Because it does not say to continue to allow people to use you. But I think also, Tammy, um, and just because I've been this person, I've been in a situation, um, you know, in church we're told or we're taught, you know, to, to 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 continue to do um even when you know you see what somebody's doing even though when you see you know that that somebody's trying to use you but the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible says pray for them. Pray for them and 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 and, and that goes back to You know, what I said at the beginning of the show, in that, you know, a lot of times we think that God wants us to be a certain way, and we haven't even consulted him. And if if Jesus went in and and turned over a table because people weren't doing right, or they were doing you know, things that they shouldn't have. You don't have to. It doesn't mean that you have to return evil with evil, because that ain't in the Bible either. But you don't have to continue to accept people hurting you or taking away from your life, because God put us here for a purpose. And how are you fulfilling your purpose if you have nothing to give. And so I think that's something very important to think about. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that point up, Tammy.
0: You know what, Ronnie, and I know this, this has doesn't have anything to do with chapter five or six, but something else else I've noticed that we are and I'm really noticing it um, or took notice of it in my life about busyness, like being busy and how how much fruit was or does that busyness produce. Um, that's an area that I would ask people to reflect upon and challenge themselves in. Um that that which people just seem to be so caught up in everything and and going and doing and being and exha- and, and it leaves them exhausted spiritually mentally physically mm-hmm. and so how much do we have on top of everything else you think about work um, all the extra stuff that that we do as well um, parenting all of that. Just imagine, and, I, and I'm sure Rodney, you and Tamari, and, and even Brandon and and Stella, um can, can you just you get it when it comes to and not that that's just unproductive busyness, but because those are the things that you have to do. I mean, those are the things you got to take care of, Nadia. You know, you have to work in order to pay those bills and things like that. But the the other things that just 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 take away. that that mm-hmm. pulling away but never really you get a deposit from, and so be mindful of where you spend your time, who you spend your time with. It's okay to feed people spiritually, but are you being fed spiritually i i re, i was I got a text. Yesterday, and someone wanted to talk to me after work, and I just said no. I I I can't. I have nothing to give anybody. Nothing. I am I I'm I'm done for the night. And so th- that old Tammy would have said, "Oh sure, yes, um, we can we can talk." But I I just couldn't. And and you have to. And and I was okay. Whereas the time, I, if I said no, then it it tore me up so so much. That I might as well have talked to them. So you have to learn when to take time to feed your spirit or quiet your spirit, because otherwise, even when we come to this word, you won't you won't receive anything.
1: You mm-hmm. won't be able
0: to receive the word and what God is speaking and telling you. Um, and so, if you find yourself in that situation where okay, I'm I'm just not getting it. Um, what, how are you? How are you physically? Are you worn? Are you torn? Are you beat down? Are you physically tired? Are you emotionally tired? And if so, why? Because even that gets us to a point where I feel that we're we're it's, it's easier to sin and to justify it when you're beat down. It's easy, easier to make excuses About life And all of that And so just reflect upon That as well And I hope that, that for you all who are Listening and are going to do this Throughout that you're taking the notes That you, you looked up faith or You're looking up these words justification um, Even the things that you think you know About grace Grace um, Just some of the words that I, righteousness, tribulation, perseverance, character, transgression. Look those things up. Look these words up as you read back through and study. And, again, make it personal. What is it that you need to unlearn? What is it that's keeping you hostage, that's holding you hostage? Because... You died and you rose You are were, you, you were justified So that You have peace with God And so if there's no peace with God Guess what? It has nothing to do with God Because God sent his son Jesus When we were yet sinners And Through that You are justified And you have peace So imagine that. Imagine somebody in your life that you have peace with, that no matter what you know that you have total peace with, that you can be, you can live, you can talk, you can talk to them about anything, you can cry on their show. You have total peace that the relationship moves you, it grows you, If you spend a day with them, you feel renewed. You feel alive. That kind of peace. That's the peace that God wants us to know that we have with him. And I feel like that when we get to that point, we are less likely, I'm saying you'll be perfect people, to sin and continue to do the same things over and over again, even the way you look at things. Because like I said earlier I'm telling you guys if i had if I had not been working on myself and i mean these last few months or so um I wouldn't look at this job the same i wouldn't i would I wouldn't talk to the people the same I would get caught up in that mess and despise this this job that I prayed for. And and it is exactly what I need at this time. Do I want to go every day? Absolutely not. But because I choose to go differently, my experience is different. The experience is a godly experience. It's for such a time as this. Even when I was talking to that young lady the other day, I'm like, okay, this is another another opportunity. This is another Reason that I can say This is why I am here Will I stay? I don't know But if I go somewhere else Guess what? For such a time as this How can I glorify you God? Because that alone Changes the experience As I said It changes the 8 hour day It really does not feel like Work During that time I I used I said if you guys heard me say a few times that I wanna just stock cans and I said <laughs> because we do get shipment in and and I'm finding myself um you know, walking sales everything. And so even that made me laugh one night. It was like, Well God I pray for cans but you gave me a little bit of everything. I got makeup, I got shoes, I got I got it all, you know, that I'm putting up from time to time. And so,
1: start. <laughs> I mean, I'm
0: so serious, right? Now. I'm talking. I mean, I, it's just different because start trying to change the experience by looking for God. Ask God, how can I, how can I be a blessing to you? And stopping that stuff is nothing. But I tell you, the people that I've met, um, especially the older people. I mean. It it, it is a joy to them for somebody to just ask them a question. They talk about their grandkids. They talk about their children. Um, One couple even told me, he said, I was kidding about Brandon and Stella locking them up in a basement, and he was like, well, we just moved here. You You can use ours. You know, we're kidding. But they just, they engage. And... Some of them, I may be the only person they get to talk to that day, the only one. And so I'm trying to look at it differently, which I say again is changing the experience. So what does that have to do with this? Look at yourself differently. Right now, I think you said earlier that God doesn't look at us the way that the world looks at us or that people look at us. I want to add to that and say God does not look at us the way that we look at ourselves. He does not see us in that way. He sees us as being justified. We just have to get there. Set yourself free and try it. Try looking at your relationship with God differently and see if it changes the dynamic of the relationship um, when I was reading How my book Describes Romans It just kind of gives you the little insert Before you start reading And it starts out Romans reveals that without a change in heart Produced by the Holy Spirit is that It is impossible to have a right relationship With God The Holy Spirit fills our hearts With his love And that's Romans 5 and 5 um, What's in your heart? and are you allowing are you open to having the the holy spirit show it to you reveal it release it so that you can have that peace and i i look at right relationship now after studying romans as maybe Rodney of of a relationship of peace you have peace with god you know cuz if you don't how can you how can you know or or Really embrace how God sees you, if your heart's not changed, if you don't release some of those things, how can you experience how can we i will say experience his love for us or even know the depth of it? back over to you, Rodney
2: Tammy, you make some really good points uh <laughs> i don't uh i I don't know where to to go from but uh go from there but I'm I'm going to offer some advice um to to our listeners and that is um I don't know how often or how much you guys have joined in with us and been reading these scriptures but I will say um for me they've been very helpful um, excuse me it's been helpful for me to to read them, and I haven't like dug into them as much as I, I I probably should or want to, but but I've at least read them, and just reading them, um, you know, I I, I get some insight, um, and I, and and I feel like I get guidance, and and, and just um, different things, I you know. I get positive thoughts i i feel like I get answers to some things that you know i may have may have wondered about or things that i' may may have never even thought about um so my advice to um you guys who are listening um if you haven't um to start reading along with us and I think that. Tammy, when you talk about peace, and I didn't get a chance to uh, to look up to, to look up the scripture because I was I was changing naughty at the same time. Um, <laughs> but um, there's a scripture that talks about the peace that surpasses all understanding, and it's funny because one of the things you know I think is proverbs or, or songs we're, we're we're told. You know, in all you're getting, get get some understanding. And it talks about getting wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So as great as understanding is, there's a peace that surpasses all of that. And that's the type of peace that you should want in your heart. That's the peace that you should want in your life. Um, I heard this one time, and then I've just, you know, never stopped saying it. If, If God made everything, including the days, and he said that everything that he made was good, then there really isn't a such thing as a bad day. Because God made the days too. And we have to get to a point where we have so much hope that regardless of what's going on within our lives or what's going on around us, we're still happy. We're still peaceful, even when all hell is breaking loose, even when your job may not be the most ideal place, you know, to show up on a Monday morning. We got to get to a point where Mondays don't bother us. We got to get to a point where the day of the week doesn't matter more than the peace that's in our hearts. We have to get to that point. We have to get to a point where we're just happy for no reason other than the fact that we are just grateful to be alive. We're grateful that we have transportation. That our family that our loved ones are still here that that God has made everything right with him through Jesus down on the cross, we have to get to a point where you know we we we're just okay, regardless. I remember um tammy when i was when I was in college. Um, when I first started and I wanted to get out of there so bad I had just started but I was already ready to graduate and it was like man like this is taking forever by your first semester you know but it was taking forever for me to graduate and I remember I wanted to get out of college so bad and to have a better life so bad that I ended up staying in college way longer than I probably should have because I wanted to get out so bad. That's how bad I wanted to get out, and I ended up, I graduated from high school in 2000, but didn't graduate college until 2008. It was eight years later. And it kind of reminded me of the Israelites and how, you know, they they, they were in the wilderness for so long. And I went through so much during that time. But it brought about patience that I did not have it brought about experiences that I did not have. And I eventually found hope. And I remember when I dropped out and I stayed out for a year and a half. But when I went back, things were different. And the interesting part was I didn't have to say anything I didn't have to do anything. Things were just different because I was different. And I didn't realize the impact that we have over our own lives until then. But because my mindset was different, because I went to school because that's what I wanted to do, because I was there to get an education, I was there to fulfill a purpose, I was there because you know, I wanted to be a teacher, and so I didn't care when they told me that you know when I dropped out, I only had three semesters to go when I went back, somehow you know there was another semester that got added on, but it didn't bother me because i was I was there for the right reasons the second time, and so I wasn't focused on getting out I was focused on fulfilling the purpose. And so within that two years, God opened so many doors. And so by the time it was it was time for me to come out, there were blessings upon blessings upon blessings. But my mind was in a totally different place the second time. My focus was different. And so the first time I was thinking about, man, the rate I'm going, it's going to be five years for me to get out instead of four. I went back, that's two years went by like that. Mm. And so my thing to you all listening is this. Don't worry about things that don't matter. Don't worry about things that you cannot control. If you find yourself in a situation, figure out what it is that you're supposed to get out of it. Supposed to get out of it for you, what you're supposed to get out of it for other people and how it is going to benefit the kingdom of God. That's it. Don't worry about the time. Because in in, in what we've learned, I, I know I have as a parent, time flies and... If you're not focused on the time, when you look up, so much of it has passed. So don't worry about the time. Don't worry about the finish line. Focus on God and what it is that he wants you to do and what he's trying to get you to learn and how it might be a blessing to you and to other people. Because there is a purpose. Like Tammy talked about her job. There's always a purpose. Whether you're there for a day or 30 years, you don't know. You don't know. But learn to worry about today. Tomorrow has enough problems of its own. Take the time to be happy in the midst of your situation take the time to find peace with God in the midst of your situation easy to love God and and, and to be positive when everything is going the way that you wanted to that's easy you know when i used to coach basketball it it, it was so easy for People to love me as a Coach or, or respect me Or you know think I was This great this great person When we were winning
1: hmm.
2: But the, the the true test Came when, when we weren't winning So learn to just be Thankful Regardless of where you might be In your life today Tammy back over to you
0: You know Rodney um You made me think about a couple of things, and I'll just say, and I want to read, first of all, let me read what, it's Philippians 4 and 7, but I want to start at 6. Excuse me. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. So what are you thinking on? What are you anxious about those few little verses can sum up tonight, and they're not from Romans, but you think about that. What are you anxious about? What are you praying about if is is what you're anxious about what you're praying about through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, and I think that just says, and it says, present your request to God that you are you I'm presenting it." Will have your will, God. Let Thy will be done, and that you be you. You are, you are saying, I will be okay with that, because it says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So even the peace that Romans speaks about will help you. It says. I won't say help. It says we will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So what are you thinking on? And sometimes we, don't, we miss a moment because we're thinking about our problem. We're thinking about the issue, the situation. You mentioned, Rodney, that, you know, if you don't like where you're going to go on Monday morning, there's a lot of people don't have jobs. And they don't they 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 don't they they will not allow themselves and understandably so to enjoy the moment, the time, their home, their just whatever it is enjoy that day maybe maybe God wants you to rest, but if we're resting with anxiety and we're not praying for that thing. And letting it go, releasing it, and thinking on what's true, what's honorable, what's right. And all that really, to me, is what, God, have your way with me. Because maybe, just like for such a time as this on the job, for such a time as this at the house, Maybe what God wants and needs you to get is at the house for right now. Maybe it's at the job for right now. Maybe it's at this job this month and the next job next month. And so open open your life and your heart up for whatever he has for you. And there's an old saying that I remember one day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all I ask. Give me the strength, and I I don't I don't know who sing who sing who's the author of that song, but um, and it reminds me of another one worth fighting for. Now I do remember that when Brian uh, Courtney, I think his name is, and there's one more. He knows my name by Tasha Cobb, and that's another thing. Praise and worship, it's not just for church. It's not just for Sunday morning It should be more praise and worship Going on in your house Than the church Because guess what You're at your house seven days a week At least Well at least five, six I guess Because you know you, some people may travel whatever But wherever you are There you are and there there God is as well So Feed your soul Make this personal Pray and petition with Thanksgiving present your request to God fellowship with God read your word get somebody in your life who knows more about you than the word who's father alone than you and 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 does not hold that against you but but a uh, uh, see that as an opportunity to help you grow even if it's by looking at how they live and how they experience God and what they've come through to encourage you. Get somebody in your life that does that. Because I'm telling you, there's plenty of people out there waiting to take it from you. People are people are jealous, they're envious, they are unhappy themselves, they are negative, they feed off of negativity. They will create as Romans says, they, they make up new things, new things to talk about, to do, to complain about. So that, again, was Philippians 4 and 7. Um, but But, you know, read it as well. Just because we're in Romans and you're following along, I hope that you are... Uh, You know, being led to other scriptures And that's a good one to to maybe read Um, Or chapter If you don't want to read the entire book of Philippians Read Philippians chapter 4 That's where that verse that Rodney mentioned comes from So I hope that you're going back And and again, uh, reflecting on the things that that grab you doing the show Or grab you while you're reading um, back over to you, Rodney. And it's um, oh, I need to real quick because I asked people to pray um, for. We went out Thursday, I think it was, and we are going to do a trial run with the city of Memphis. It's called their reentry program. So you guys continue to pray for us uh, that we just knock it out the box and that the uh, the attendees receive. Um, what what they need to receive from it, and and we're wanting them to just we wanted to help them understand who they are a bit better, especially coming back out, coming into the world, coming back to their loved ones, their expectations of them, the expectations of themselves. So just be in prayer that we um, we're able to reach each and every one of them. And for those of you who are in Memphis. Um, we have determined that we are going to need just a few volunteers as well to help us uh, when they are taking the assessment. Um, if they have questions, then someone can just walk over and be able to help them. We don't want to have anybody have their hand up and, and not have anybody to go and be able to, whether it's just, hey, what does this word mean, or um, explaining a question or just helping them on the computer because some of them may not know how to maneuver through. So if you're in Memphis and you want to learn more about Gator consulting and take the assessment yourself, and then you, that that way you're able to help them along as well. So we will probably need four to five um, volunteers because it's 25 attendees. So I think four to five will be will be a, a good number of, of volunteers. So Um, We'll get you ready for it So if you're interested Give me a call right away And and I'll give you the dates And we'll go from there So thank you guys for your prayers I just wanted to let you know That that God heard them And and we're just In prayer and petition For even more and greater But we're thankful for this trial run That we're getting And that's straight from Philippians (laughs) Over to you Rodney
2: all right. Well, this this is uh this has been another um I'm gonna say Bible study, another good another really good one. Um uh, I definitely learned a lot um being on the show with you tonight, Tammy, and even you know, when I when I went back and read uh Romans five and six. Um so again I just wanna invite everyone to to join in with us and, and, and don't feel like you know you have to sit back, uh please feel free to uh press the number one and, and join the conversation. Um but thank you to you guys who continue to listen and support us. Um any other uh things going on with you, Tammy?
0: Um, nope, not right now. Not right now. Just pushing forward.
2: All righty. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. Uh, we will be back next week with uh, chapters seven and eight. I don't think we have. I think we're probably at the next week. We'll be what? Halfway through. Won't we, Tammy?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah
2: We'll be halfway through um, through Romans. Uh, so please read chapters seven and eight and join us next Tuesday uh, for another uh, rich and healthy conversation Uh, until then you guys have a blessed week and have a great night. We'll see you next Tuesday. Same time, same station. Good night, everybody.